News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Kevin Backhurst, Director General of RT. Good morning. On Wednesday, uh, the Grant Thornton report came out. It, it pretty much exonerated Ryan Tuberty from blame. Yet here we are on, on Friday morning. He's lost his job. Has he been scapegoated for this whole affair? No, absolutely not. Um, the right, the, you're, you're right saying that Grant Thornton report that came out on Wednesday um, did exonerate uh, Ryan and his agent um, on that part of the issue. But there were wider issues, uh, in particularly which were reflected in the first Grant Thornton report, which were about the initial payments um, and the level of those payments. And, you know, one of the key issues was those Grant Thornton reports are establishing facts. The board has used them to restate the uh, the facts as they are and everybody has to accept those facts so that we can all deal with them and move on and and that was the core issue here yeah i mean th- there's no surprise in 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 the line ryan has taken on this i mean he and noel K- kelly have constantly said that the, the Renault payments was a commercial deal it wasn't his salary uh, at rt he, he's kind of stuck to that line i mean I, i'm curious did you tease that out with him in in your private meetings and say you know look that that not tenable that approach did you try and tease that out with him look i had a number of conversations with ryan um because i was trying very hard to find a way in the right way that ryan could come back to rte um you know i don't i I don't really want to go into the detail of this i don't think that's fair to ryan uh, about the issues we spoke about but one of the overall themes was about the need to accept responsibility um and show you know a degree of remorse um as rte has done because rte rightly takes the majority of the blame for what has happened during this shameful episode. Um, but everyone involved needs to take the the right amount of um, of blame for their own actions and for the actions of their teams around them. Is it about Ryan never saying he was sorry for what happened? Um, it's not that specifically. I think it would have been helpful um, had he done so. Um, but it's not, you know, we weren't pushing him to say sorry. I just think demonstrating that you understood the gravity of what had happened and your involvement in it would have been helpful. So he, he, as far as you're concerned, he didn't get the gravity of his his part in in the whole affair. Um, I think that was that was part of the issue, and I I, I also think um, the the advice he was getting wasn't helpful in that regard. Yeah, uh, you, you did mention last night. I heard you saying on prime time. You said to Ryan that you thought he wasn't well advised. I'm curious, how did he respond to that? Um, well, I, I he didn't really respond to it. I said it to him. Um, you know, I said to him, I thought it was uh, surprising, stroke shocking that, given um, when the when the second Grant Thornton report came out on Wednesday, that we had a uh, we had a broad uh, agreement on the broadest terms and a contract on the table to try and bring him back. Uh, I thought it was very surprising and very damaging that the statement then came out with the content it did from his side. Mm. Uh, I was very taken by something you said on primetime uh, last night. You, you you spoke about how you'd said to Ryan about the need to take responsibility and show the appropriate amount of contrition. And you, and you went on to say RTE had taken responsibility for its errors. And then you went on to say it's important everyone is honest and straightforward in their approach and demonstrate that. I mean, the implication here is you don't believe Ryan was being honest and straightforward in his approach. I don't want to get into... Um you know, a, a slanging match with Ryan. I have a lot of time for Ryan. He's a very talented broadcaster, and, a, and you know, he's a he's a decent guy. And we had good personal conversations. Um, what I can't understand is the inability to accept that the the seventy five thousand pound 
payments that he got paid for by RTE in the end were part of uh, of his his overall reward for for those two years. I, I don't understand why um, that can't be accepted. Mm. I heard somebody point out also in primetime there's a certain irony in the fact that Ryan was initially criticised and, and a lot of people say legitimately so for not correcting the record uh, in relation to his, his salary now he's been criticised and has lost his job for uh, uh, for correcting the record at least as he sees it Well I don't think he was correcting the record I think he was going back to an old argument which is not the record the record now is what Grant Thornton set out the restated salaries are what they are and everyone has to accept those and not try and go back to a previous argument which is uh, you know I think is widely um, not really um, accepted just in relation to the, the nuts and bolts of what happens next uh, will Ryan Tubbley repay um, that uh, the top up will he repay that uh, do you, do you, is there an agreement in relation to that there's not an agreement now. Uh, the 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 agreement was that that was part of the um, arrangement to return that he had agreed he would pay that um, if he returned to RTE. So you know, it now becomes a matter for for Ryan and and to make his own decision about that. It's kind of a moot point now, I suppose. But the hundred and seventy thousand salary did that include uh, the podcast, or would he have been paid an additional amount for the podcast? No, it included the podcast. I mean, I don't want to be in a position of overcomplicated uh, contracts with presenters. I've said before, we're going to publish them now um, in real time. There's going to be a single contract and there's not going to be side letters or side deals. Okay. Is that 170,000? Now, admittedly, all shows are different. It's only a one-hour show, so it, it, it's not an exact replica. But is that pretty much the benchmark for future contracts, do you think, for, for, for top broadcasters? I think it's probably... Uh, it's a good starting point. Um, it's hard to set a benchmark. Have to deal, deal with everyone individually. Um, you know, and part of the what we look at is how many hours people are broadcasting, the commercial impact, the successes in the uh, in the JNRs, the audience figures. So, you know, these are all considerations that form the framework for negotiations. Is Ryan still being paid? Uh, well, he was up to yesterday. I mean, that's the next thing we have to um, we have to decide on now. Uh, and I mean, obviously, he's out of contract, or the the contract is not going to be renewed. I, I presume you will want to do that pretty quickly. Yes, I mean, I think I said before, we we over this summer, we we have been in disagreement. Um, his side uh, were arguing that he was still under contract, which included the Late Late Show. Um, but obviously, he resigned from the Late Late Show, so we couldn't reach agreement on what basis. So we were paying him on a basis. Um, that we thought was fair, but that we would, uh, with it was without prejudice, and that we would look at it um, properly because I didn't think it was fair not to pay him over the summer at all, just because we were in dispute. Mm, okay, um, you you spoke last night as well about confidential leaks. Read the discussions. You were asked further about, it and you said, "Well, they didn't come from me." W- was that a factor in the in the breakdown of trust between y- you and, and and Ryan? Those those uh, those leaks. It wasn't a significant factor. It doesn't help build trust when you see confidential parts of the agreement appear in the newspapers. Mm, and was there something sp- specifically that that infuriated you when you or annoyed you or irritated you when no, you saw not really. it? No, and this look, this wasn't a decision taken based on being infuriated or annoyance or, or anger. This was a decision um, taken given the circumstances, given the facts in front of me, and given what was right for audiences, for RTE and for rebuilding trust. So it wasn't based on annoyance or irritation, but, you know, the the uh, 
where trust when trust is the key thing i'm trying to rebuild here at rt and the leadership team are working with me on rebuilding trust everyone has to buy into that and everyone has to behave in a way that inspires trust and doesn't um, undermine that uh, you also said last night that views were, were you were kind of surprised that views were quite split in the organization when you spoke to people on on ryan uh, i'm curious that the negative and the and the positive views were expressed can you give us any kind of flavor of those yeah, I don't want to go into it too much. I think it's fair to say uh, what I said, which is there was a split. Um, there were people who worked with Ryan who were very loyal to him and recognised the talent he is, and there were people who um, were not impressed by, um, you know, a, a lack of um, contrition, if you like, that had been demonstrated given the damage that's been inflicted on the organisation. Uh, you say um, uh, as well that the door is open, and understandably, I heard you say you didn't want to be drawn on a timescale. I, I completely get that, but realistically, it's probably unlikely we are going to hear Ryan Tuberty on Radio 1 again. I wouldn't say that necessarily. Um, it's, it's unlikely in the immediate future, um, but I wouldn't really anything out. And, and he's a very talented broadcaster and um, he has a connection with parts, of, you know, significant parts of the audience. So I wouldn't rule that out, but he's also got a lot of other interests and other, other areas that um, we might be able to work with him on in future. Okay, uh, Ivan Yates says RT will run out of cash by Christmas, um, and that it, the, the the company or RT has now become insolvent. Mm. Is he right? Particularly with the license fee uh, mm. revenue decreasing, or, or are you seriously worried about the financial implications? Is is he right about running out of cash by Christmas? No, he's completely wrong about that. I'm surprised to see that. But but there is a there is fun, a financial difficulty. You have borrowings of 95 million euro, I think, and that's before. Uh, That's also the, incorrect, by the way. Is anyway, it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what is the figure for borrowing? Well, I don't think we want to get into <clears throat> the, you know, these are very important commercial um, parts, but that figure's wrong. It's too high. Um, no, we're not going to run out of cash before Christmas, um, but we are seriously concerned about the downturn in licence fees. Um, clearly, you know, we've already reached, um, you know, uh, four and a half million euros that uh, is a hole in, in, in our income that we were hoping to to, to use for, for content. So, you know, we need to keep, I need to keep a really careful eye on that. Um, uh, but my work is to, is to rebuild credibility and trust in the organisation so that people um, take a new look, hopefully, and do pay the licence fees. And I should underline the vast majority of people are still paying their licence fees and I'm really grateful for that. Okay. Well, look, uh, thank you indeed for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Kevin Backhurst, Director General of RTE there. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.